welcome to Cowboys Cody's Talk. This is a podcast where I talk about everything to do with the Cowboys, whether that be about the upcoming games, trades, previous seasons, or current events. I will be talking about it from the perspective of a Cowboys fan. Go Cowboys! So, Sunday was the worst game I've seen in a long time, probably since the 2017 game versus the Broncos. I legit don't know what happened. Like, they lost to the oh, the four and four Broncos. They, I can't, I can't believe it. Like, I kind of can because they're the Cowboys. But how do you beat the Vikings without your star QB and then lose to the Broncos? Thirty to sixteen, and it's really that's really a fake score because you know garbage time and stuff. Like it should be like thirty to thirty to zero at least, maybe thirty to eight. I don't know, but I I legit don't know what happened. No one had a good game except maybe Micah Parsons, but legit nobody had a good game because Dak was off. Dak had his worst game since probably week sixteen of 2019 against the Eagles when he had a shoulder injury like that. He was off. He missed several deep targets, which would have put us in the game. But he missed them, which was unusual for Dak. So maybe his calf injury was still bothering him, but he did come out and say that it wasn't a calf injury. So, and then... You knew this whole team was off when Amari Cooper dropped a wide open first down. Like he had zero drops before this game, and then he he dropped a wide open pass. Ezekiel Elliott was injured, so he's obviously not playing at his best during that game. Tony Pollard, you know, no one again, no one had a good game. The defense was terrible. Like the run game was. See, every single week I see that their run defense is highly ranked, and I'm always surprised by that, but especially this game. Like, they were ranked number six. Like, after this game, they better be ranked maybe, like, the highest they could be ranked is 20 or so. Like, after this game, it was just awful. Like, the offense played the worst they've played ever. Since 2019, sorry, since 2020, no, the offense, 2000, since 2020, last season, and the defense played the worst since 2020, last season, so, and they, of course, did this to the Broncos, like, if this was last week, okay, like, without Dak, it would make sense, maybe, and they had, you know, Dalvin Cook, they had Adam Thielen, they had Justin Jefferson, you know. Maybe the Vikings could cook the Cowboys' defense, right? It would make sense. And and then the Cowboys were without Dak, so maybe Cooper Rush doesn't do anything. So it makes sense that they would only score 16 points or have a bad offensive game altogether. But let's be honest, like, the Broncos' defense is really good. They have, what's his name? Justin Simmons or whatever his name is. They had some pretty good players, but... I mean, we, we, the Cowboys 
scored 36 points on the formerly ranked number one defense on against the Panthers. They they just played the tenth ranked defense, I think. So, <laughs> I just don't know what was up with this game. I legit don't know. Something was off. Hopefully, they play the Falcons next week and you know come back from this. You know, the Falcons' defense isn't that good, I believe, you know, at least at the beginning of the season. So, you know, maybe the Falcons can cook our defense, too, with Micah Parsons. Sorry, not Mike. Who's that guy? Pitts, yeah. And, you know, Matt Ryan, who knows, maybe could turn into Brett Favre or something. And who's the running back? I don't know. Cordell Patterson could probably cook the Cowboys. I'm honestly not surprised if anything happens. You know, Trevon Duke's... Trevon Diggs got cooked several times, and you know everyone was getting cooked pretty much. Like the run defense is absolutely awful. We need Demarcus Lawrence back as quick as possible, and or else this run defense might be torn into shreds. Because hopefully this wasn't a blueprint for all these other teams to you know this is how you beat them. Just run the ball a lot and be successful at it. You know this this is. Every time a team has a good run game against us, it seems like they, they win. Like, remember, go back to the Rams game 2018, technically 2019, but the 2018 season playoffs. Like, Todd Gurley and what's-his-face ran all over the Cowboys' defense, 100-yard game for both players. Like, if you have a successful run game against us, I think you're pretty good in – they win, you know, it makes sense because they control the clock. And if your defense can stop the Cowboys, which apparently is not that hard to do now, then you're pretty successful. The only time I think that it's not true is against the Chargers. Like, Austin Eckler is not elite, but he's not bad. So, but the Cowboys were able to stop him at enough, I guess. But, and Dak said, oh, you know, this wasn't that bad, like, I hope teams play like this in the future. I'm like, really? You really do? I mean, the Cowboys lost 30-16. to 16. You really want them to play, opponent or opponents to play like them every game? You, you better have a better game against them if, if that happens because, I mean, that's probably the stupidest thing you could probably say, Dak. I love Dak, right? He's my favorite player. But come on. Like, I'm not saying I expect teams to go easy on us, but, like, I mean, why can't the Cowboys beat the Broncos? Like, the the two times I've watched the the, Bron- the Cowboys play the Broncos when I was a fan of the NFL and stuff, they got ab- they got obliterated every single time. And it sucks because I was, I was confident about this game. Not, like, 100%, but, like, I, I thought the Cowboys would destroy the Broncos. Like, I had that in my predictions from a week ago. Like, why can't... I don't know what to say because this was it's embarrassing because you're six and one, you're supposedly Super Bowl contenders, which that's why I'm never gonna say that they're a Super Bowl contender. But like, if this was to the Chiefs, okay, maybe that's understandable. Even even the Chiefs are not that good this season. But if this was to the Bucks, okay, I'd understand it. Well, maybe not the Bucks either. The Rams, the the Ravens, even though they're on the schedule, maybe. But these are the Broncos, the same team who lost to the Raiders, who aren't awful, I guess, who 
I don't know who they lost to. Honestly, I forgot. They, the the Washington Red football team played better than the Cowboys did. And I don't know what that's going to say about the future matchup against these two teams, the Cowboys and the football team. But if if we get swept by the the football team again, that that's just embarrassing. Like, I hope we still... I'm not freaking about this loss because we're six. The Cowboys are six and two, and you know they play the Chiefs in two weeks, you know. But and they play the Cardinals, so Cardinals week seventeen. So that's probably their biggest. Those two teams are probably their biggest threat. Although I definitely see the Cowboys losing more games, especially if they play like this. But honestly, a lot of teams good teams lost this week like the bills i mean at least at least we didn't lose against the jaguars six to nine like but we still lost it doesn't matter if we compare oh the other teams lost that makes it okay no it doesn't like like that doesn't make it better it just i just want to talk about the opening drive of the first second half where the Cowboys finally did something good, forced a three and out and a punt. So they blocked it. You know, you'd think that they, the Cowboys would be rewarded for that. And, you know, it would be a good play. Momentum shift, it's only 16-0. I say that like that's not that bad, but it's pretty bad, but it's a two-possession game. If you, you know, make the two-point conversion, it's a touchdown, but, you know, assuming you get the touchdown, but no, they blocked the punt, you know, I was happy, you know, finally something good happens, we are in good field position, hopefully the Cowboys can wake up in the second half, you know, maybe they made adjustments and was able to now cook the Broncos defense, the announcers were talking about, oh, it's going to come when the Cowboys start playing, and never came, but anyway, who cares, so they finally make a good play and block a punt, yay, special teams, you know, bones, yay, and so... The Broncos recover it, right? Whatever, makes sense. And they didn't get the line, so I was all happy. Yay, we get the ball, you know, almost, you know. I thought, it, I forgot it wasn't a fumble. and But then I'm like, yay, we finally do something good. And then I'm happy, and I was. And the stupid ref comes out and says, the Broncos have the ball. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how in the world do the Broncos have the ball after the Cowboys literally blocked their punt so (laughs) one Cowboys player touched the ball past the line of scrimmage and then the Broncos recovered it and after further thought that makes sense because you know they so it's basically a muffed punt you know if it was downfield and if you know if the punt returner like CD Lamb touches it and then drops it, and then they recover, it's basically like that. Like the Broncos recover, it's basically like that, except you know. And then I was like, okay, but that's still unfair. That's he he didn't know the trajectory. It's like volleyball when it hits the net, like a serve hits the net, and then it goes like the velocity of it changes direction rapidly, and you know it's very hard to come back from that. But no, like, it, you can literally look at it, and the Cowboys player, whoever it was, I don't even know, touched the ball. He was going to recover it. Just let it go, man. It's, like, 
okay, like I know it's it wasn't even in a split second. Like if it was, it would have it wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't it absolutely would not have been. But either way, you'd think that the rule would be different. That if it was a block punt, all rules of a punt would change. You know, like it makes sense and it doesn't. So another thing that happened in the game was they the first two possessions they went for it on fourth and down. Sorry, fourth and one. Um. So the first drive, I think they were in field goal range, or maybe they weren't. I don't technically, like, I don't blame them for, you know, going for it on fourth and one. You know, it's sort of favorable, especially with Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he should be able to get a yard easily. I'm not saying why he should because I'm not an athlete or anything. But, you know, you probably feel pretty confident with Zeke in your back. on, In the back, you feel going, you know, getting the first down. But they ran for, like, the Broncos were obviously playing for the run, right? You know, obviously you're expecting them to run down the middle. So why do you run down the middle? Like, I'm not questioning Colin Moore, whoever made that decision, the the play design. But so then now the Broncos have it. It's looking very familiar. It's looking very familiar to the the Patriots game, except 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 that the Broncos the, the defense was absolutely actually able to do something they were able to you know sack and then run stop and incomplete pass so three and out yeah we get the ball do something again so then they drive a little downfield and they get into field goal range excellent fourth and one kick the field goal easy points their defense looks good except the zero line maybe it's not easy points but then they go for it. i'm like okay fine if you get it fine but then they finally learned to pass and stuff, but it's incomplete. So now the Broncos have it, and they're able to score. Like, if you see the result of the game, you'd probably take the points. Like, the Broncos have a good defense. We know that now. Like, it's proven to us now that they have a good defense, so why not kick the field goal? I'm sure they're being risky, you know, but here's here's my thought on this. You're in field goal range. The Broncos have a good defense. You're not... First, fourth and goal, it's not like you're, you're not even in the red zone. You're in, the, like, the 30-yard line. And sure, Zerline missed several times before, but he's not Dan Bailey. He's not automatic, you know, healthy Dan Bailey. But, but at the same time, you know, like, who knows what's going to happen the next – if, say, you get the first down, and then what now? It's, like, fourth and six, you know, hypothetically. You're not going four and four and six. Just you're obviously going to kick the field goal. So why not? I'm not saying that's going to happen either, but it's. I think they should have kicked the field goal. The result of the game would not have changed unless momentum is that crazy. But you know, that's my take on the fourth down conversions. I'm only complaining about it because they they didn't go through. You know, they didn't get it, but. So let's go over the star players for this week. I know it's a long list. I might not be able to get through it. It's probably the first time it's ever been this long. So, hmm. Mike Parsons was the best player on the defense. And he showed his speed. He made several tackles. He played fairly decent and... You know, deserve to go home sort of happy of how he played. And, yeah, 
And the next person on the list is Osa Odegzua. Really, it was he was the player of the game for the first quarter. He made some great plays, run plays, run stops. He's the only player you've seen to play on the run defense in the first quarter. So, yeah. Um, and next up, we have absolutely no one. Everyone else played like garbage. So, so let's go over some horrible stats. So, Dak Prescott was 19 for 39 for 232 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Kane Stearns got the interception, former Texas player. So, if anyone's going to get the interception, who cares? Um, Ezekiel Elliott had 10 carries for 51 yards and averaged five per rush. Honestly, he, he had a better game than last week. So, I mean, Dak Prescott had, well, he rushed for 16 yards. And Tony Pollard, four carries for 11 yards. Don Schultz had four receptions for 54 yards. Mari Cooper had two receptions for 37 yards and at least one drop. Malik Turner got into the game and he had five receptions and 33 yards. And yeah, that's CeeDee Lamb only had 23 yards, two receptions and defense. Like I said, Mike Parsons, he had a game, eight tackles. And honestly, Lane Vanderush had a decent game too. He had a seven tackles, and but Mike Parsons had 2.5 sacks, and Carlos Watkins had one sack. So those were all the sacks of the game. Overall, the defense allowed 30 points, and the offense scored 16. And the defense allowed 249 yards. Oh. 407 yards in total, and they allowed 30 points. And the, and the defense had zero turnovers, which kind of surprised by a little, at least a little bit. And the Cowboys offense, I know I'm a little spread out on this, um, doing this a little differently. But they had one fumble lost and one interception. Like, they thrown in one interception and in total, 290 yards, which wouldn't be surprised if that's their worst offensive game. I mean, to me, it was the worst offensive game, but stat-wise, maybe it's not, but I'm pretty sure it is the season. So so next week, the Cowboys will be playing the Atlanta Falcons next week at noon again. So this this is a winnable game. The Falcons aren't great, so... The former Cowboys, like the Cowboys from a week or two, three ago, I'd, I'd be I'd be pretty confident about this game, but now after seeing the recent game, I, I don't I don't think I take losses pretty well, like like with all my teams because the Cowboys, sorry, Texas lost to the freaking Iowa State, and now I don't even think they're gonna beat Kansas, but who cares about that? It's a Cowboys podcast, but. So, if if the Cowboys respond and they, you know, have a better game next week, which probably won't take much of an improvement to have a better game, but if they play like they did a couple weeks ago versus the Patriots, maybe even a little bit like they did versus the Vikings with Dak Prescott, you know, being better, which, again, he had a horrible game, 
maybe they could win. But right now, I'm not confident that this is the team that we're going to... So, the Falcons... I'm looking at the schedule right now, and they just don't have that many wins. And the wins that they do have over the Giants, not that scary of a team to beat. The Jets, you know, they barely beat the Jets. They beat the Dolphins, not that impressive, you know. They beat the Saints, which was their most impressive loss. But then again, so did the Giants. So, man, the NFC East owns the Saints so far. But, wait, that's not it. Falcons aren't even the NFC East. I'm so, I'm sorry. <laughs> what I'm so dumb. Anyway, so this is this should be a team that the Cowboys beat, you know. But so are the Broncos. But if the Falcons have a good defense, which doesn't look like they do, like I previously mentioned, the Cowboys should score a lot of points. Okay, let's be real here. Like, the Broncos have a good defense, okay? Like, the Cowboys, they don't do good against good defenses unless you're talking about the Panthers. But, so, so maybe it was just a dud game, and maybe the defense, had them Broncos having good defense had everything to do with it, but Dak was off. I already mentioned all this stuff, but. So, I I still think that the Cowboys will beat the Falcons. I mean, honestly, that's one of our easy, the easy parts of our schedule, you know. So this should be a win. I have the score prediction. I think the Cowboys will win thirty to twenty. Right, a ten point win. It can't be that bad. I'm not that confident because the last time I was confident, the Cowboys lost thirty to sixteen, which was literally a day ago. So. <laughs> So, yeah, maybe, see, I'm, I'm kind of worried about Pitts, right? And they won't have Calvin Ridley for, you know, he's taking a break. It's pretty sad, but, you know, he's taking care of his mental illness. So, if we can come back stronger than ever, just not this game. Um, No offense. I hope, hopefully that's not that bad of a statement. But he still needs time to rest and breaks. So I don't think that's bad of a statement. He knows where he is. So, anyway, Pitts, who a lot of Cowboys fans wanted, but not me. But him and who else? They have Cordell Patterson, who's a threat, another threat. Um, let's see. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So they have Mike Davis, who seems to be a good rusher. Never mind. He only had 13 yards. Wow. Do they not rush at all versus the Saints? Um, so, yeah, they have Cordell Patterson, Russell Gage, their tight end who is pretty good against the Cowboys last season. They have Alamide Zacchaeus, Hayden Hurst. So they, they don't really have an offense besides Kyle Pitts, if we're being honest. Like, they have some pretty good defensive players, A.J. Terrell, or Terrell, or however you say the name. Grady Jarrett, who was a menace a couple years ago. I think that was him. But I just hope they don't have a similar game of how last season went because, you know, they had to come back a lot of points and barely won that game. So, overall, on paper, the Cowboys have the better roster. They have the better team. So, I think that the Cowboys should win this game 30-20 to or however they win this game. 
I just want to win. I I mean, convincingly, that I want to see how they come back from that bad of a loss. Like, the Buccaneers' loss wasn't that bad. I mean, it was bad. Every loss is bad. Okay, don't get me wrong. But it just, it wasn't like this. You know, they got destroyed by a team, a mediocre team at best. You know, Teddy Bridgewater owns the Cowboys, apparently. You know, in the in the recent past. But this is more of a rushing game that the Broncos had, so... Hopefully Cordell Patterson doesn't, but the Falcons' leading rusher was Mike Davis for 13 yards. So, I mean, they they are facing a they were facing a good Saints defense. So they had a better game. So if Zeke can you know not be injured this week, I don't know if we're gonna have any news on him. But yes, yeah, so the Cowboys should win this game. Hopefully. You know that the Falcons do have young, young Hoe, young Hoku, so he is a good kicker. So maybe he could turn into Justin Tucker against us. Maybe have a game-winning field goal. I hope. I really hope about that. Is I'm, I always jinx things. So hopefully that wasn't a jinx. So maybe I'll. Anyway, who cares? So yeah, that's that's my prediction. All right. So I want to go through the Cowboys schedule and just predict who wins. I will go more in depth in the future, but. I'm just going to give who I think will win, or if the Cowboys will win. So, again, like I said, the Falcons, I think they're going to win um, versus the Chiefs. Unless Mahomes has a turnaround, uh, I think that the Cowboys will win because the Chiefs' defense is, although they did shut out, or they didn't shut out, but they had a good game against the Packers, but the Packers were without Aaron Rodgers, but think that the Chiefs can win it. I mean, the Cowboys can win this one, but I also think they can lose this one. So, I, I think the Cowboys win. The Raiders, I think they will drop this one on Thanksgiving. Um, the Cowboys don't do well against non-divisional opponents on Thanksgiving. And they didn't do well against the, Red, the Washington football team last season. But, but they were without Dak, so... Yay, excuses. I mean, technically, I mean, that's re- literally why they lost. I mean, they had a horrible defense. Who cares? So, and then they play the Saints. Oh, it's on Monday night, or is it Thursday night? It's Thursday night. Um, and Saints, I think that the Saints win. I, and then they play Washington. I think that they will, the Cowboys will win this one against Washington. They don't have much of an offense. They kind of do, but in their defense, it's bad now. So I think that should be a win. And against the Giants, they I I, I kind of see the Cowboys losing this one. I don't think that will happen. I think they will win. But the, the Giants have – they beat the Raiders. but And then Washington again. Is this away? Yeah, it's – no, it's a home game. Dang it. So, I think that Cowboys won again. I think they will sweep Washington and get revenge on them. And then there's the Cardinals. I, yeah, the Cardinals are going to win this one, in my opinion. The Cardinals, they're looking really good. They destroyed the 49ers without Kyler Murray. So, I, I predict that the Cardinals will definitely have Kyler Murray unless something happens. Hopefully not for his sake. But... But honestly, Cole McCoy, you know, he's not that bad either. Of course, former Texas player dominates, but... And then the Eagles, I think the Cowboys win, unless the Cowboys rest. 
they should have the division locked up by then, so maybe they'll be like, you know, maybe the loss won't impact their playoff standings. Although, who knows? Maybe they'll, who knows what they'll do in the playoffs, honestly. If they make it, honestly, Giants, you know, they're creeping up on the Cowboys, so. That was a joke, by the way, so. Anyway, that's my rundown of their schedule again. I will go more in-depth and maybe change my predictions, depending on how the Cowboys play in the future, so. Yeah. So, I want to go over week 19 of the NFL. A lot of teams lost, well, every team, every game has to have a loser, but a lot of, there was a lot of upsets, is what I mean. So, let's go over the Colts. It wasn't an upset. The Colts were supposed to beat the Jets, and, well, 45 to 30, yeah, that counts as a, and then the Giants, that, that was the first upset, unless people legitimately had the Giants winning for some reason. The Raiders, who, I'm not going into that. Anyway, so, yep, so that's a little bit surprising. I had the Raiders winning, um, unfortunately. Well, I don't really care, honestly. Well, actually, you kind of do, because the Giants are divisional opponents, so. They lost, the Raiders lost, so that was surprising. Another upset, Saints, who recently beat the Buccaneers. And now just lost to the Falcons. And the Saints are so inconsistent. Like, it's not even funny. Like, I say this every time I discuss the Saints, but lose to the Falcons. Why? And then the the best upset of all, I know the Cowboys game exists, but the Jaguars beat the Bills 9-6. to It was a low-scoring game. Judging by the score, it's probably a boring game. But then again... <sighs> Six and nine, Josh Allen beat Josh Allen. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, six and nine. The Bills losing to any other team, whatever. Maybe not to any other team, but the majority of the teams, okay, sure. But to the Jaguars, probably the worst team in the NFL, maybe apart from the Jets. Okay. And then the Bengals versus Browns. This maybe wasn't an upset, okay? But like, I definitely did not have the Browns destroying the Bengals. I, the Bengals were a contender to me, but now they may make the playoffs, but they're probably going to lose first round like the Cowboys always do. 2018 exists, but anyway, so yeah, 41-16. I had, I had the Bengals winning. Um, I, the, Browns, the Browns are looking great now, even though Odell's out, out of the team. And then... The Patriots beat the Panthers. Honestly, no surprise there. Broncos beat the Cowboys. Uh, don't need to go into that. I'm traumatized. But the Ravens, this was almost an upset. This was the Vikings, the same team who lost to the Cowboys without Dak, put up a fight and almost won. If the offense could do something in overtime, you know, Anthony Barr had a great interception to set them up and everything. All they needed was a field goal, but they couldn't do it. The Ravens won, but I, I kind of considered it a, you know, somewhat of an upset. And then the Dolphins beat the Texans. It was an upset to me because I had the Texans winning, but honestly, it could have gone both ways, and it did. So Dolphins won. Lame game, it looks like, low scoring. I know low scoring doesn't always equal lame or boring, but Chargers beat the Eagles, who did put up a fight. The Chargers won, thankfully. They looked good earlier in the season, but honestly, now they're not looking as good. The Chiefs beat the Packers, which 
should have been a more separate game if especially if the Packers only put up seven, you know, without Aaron Rodgers. I'm not really surprised. Jordan Love doesn't look too good. But the Chiefs, Mahomes, come on. Only 13 points. Packers defense, pretty good, I guess. So maybe that's fine. But, yeah. The Cardinals, blown out the 49ers. Who's surprised? Even without Kyler Murray. I mean, like I said, former Texas player Colt McCoy. Obviously, he's owning in, those, in this league. 31-17. I thought it would be closer without Kyler Murray, but... Lost to, they lost to the to the Packers without Aaron sorry without Devonta Adams. But then, okay, who cares? And then the Titans beat the Rams twenty eight to sixteen. Come on, this this week was crazy. So yeah, twenty eight sixteen. I'm a little surprised by that. If the Rams were to lose, I picture them losing by less, but a loss is a loss, so I guess it doesn't matter how close it is, and the Bears and the Steelers haven't played yet, so we'll see about that one. I just want to talk about a lot of things that happened around in the NFL, so first thing is Odell Beckham Jr., the guy, the player, he used to be on the pack, sorry, why why did I say Packers, the Browns, so He's a troublemaker, obviously. I don't want to say a troublemaker, but he, he's definitely one of those players. You know, he's like an Antonio Brown player. He's like, I don't know who else. But he said he wanted to go. He said he caused any problems if any other team were to draft. Any other team who's not a contender draft, or picks him up. Well, I'm, I'm so weird with words right now. So... But then he said his the team he wants to go to, the teams he wants to go to is the Saints, you know, who has currently Trevor Simeon as their QB. You know, he's complaining about, you know, under... Who is it? Baker Mayfield. Oh, my goodness. He, he, he doesn't want to play under Baker Mayfield, but he wants to go under Trevor Simeon, who just now find... So, a way to play now that Jameis Winston is injured. Even Jameis Winston's probably not better than Baker. Well, maybe, but I, but Jameis Winston's out for the season, is he? I think so. Yeah. So, he really wants to go, and they just lost to the Falcons. Do you think these are contenders? Like, I'm not saying they're not contenders because of this loss, but. <laughs> and then he said the Seahawks, which I could see under Russell Wilson, but. I don't think the I don't think the Seahawks are contenders. Maybe they are, but even with Russ Wilson, the Seahawks just they just don't have a good defense, right? Their offense isn't spectacular. Maybe with Odell, yeah, obviously. Hopefully, you you see an improvement. So, yeah, those are the teams, and he also said 49ers. What? Like they have Jimmy G as their QB, man. They just lost to the Cardinals, who didn't even have Kyler Murray, and they got destroyed by them. You really think the 49ers? I'm not saying I want the Cowboys to get them. Absolutely not. But the 49ers, really? They're not contenders at all. You said you cause problems on teams who don't get you if they're not if they're not contenders. But then you lift the 49ers who you'd want to play. Like, what? I'm sorry. 
something's not adding up. So here's another rant. Um, so you remember the Patriots versus Cowboys game where CeeDee Lamb got fined for waving at the guy who literally pushed him into the end zone? He got fined for that. And, but Josh Allen doesn't get fined for doing the exact same thing. And Harrison Smith doesn't get fined for literally choking CeeDee Lamb. He doesn't get fined for that. Oh, supposedly his thumb got caught in his helmet. That is, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but that's BS. Like what? That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like you literally find CeeDee Lamb for waving, but you don't. Find another player for have choking someone when oh his finger got stuck. Oh my god! Okay, but maybe that's excusable. Maybe okay, whatever. That's crazy. But but Josh Allen does a sin. And maybe he got fine. Maybe I didn't see that. But I mean, maybe they reviewed it again and maybe gave him a fine. I don't know. But he does the exact same thing and doesn't get fined. And you know the player you pushed. CeeDee Lamb into the end zone doesn't get fined. Whatever, you know. Unnecessary. I mean, he was going to score anyway, but, you know, you don't find him for that. (sighs) Make that make sense, NFL. Make it make sense. He gets fined four times for having his shirt untucked and, you know, his socks are too low. That, oh my gosh, really? We already know you hate the Cowboys. Like, you've had all these dumb calls against us and no calls, too. And now finding one of our best players, like, he's playing games for free, basically, now. It's just so stupid.